so dynamic, so magnetic, so effervescent, so full of energy and vitality. Is it Herman? No. Is it Sherman? No. Is it Eddie? Is it Freddie? Oh, no, no, no. Is it Hart? Is it Schaffner? Is it Marx, perhaps? Oh, you'll never, never guess it. Don't snap your cap. Is just Miss Judy Garland. Here's the little gal who's earned a number one priority in your pinup department, both in your barracks wall and in your heart, Judy Garland. Clang, clang, clang went the trolley. Ding, ding, ding went the bell. Zing, zing, zing went my heartstrings. From the moment I saw him, I fell. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Old Time Radio. This is Mindy, and you're listening to The Judy Garland Show. Next in our series is Judy's appearance on Command Performance, aired July 15th, 1944, co-starring Bing Crosby and the Andrew Sisters. I was so excited to see them pop up. This is one of the acts from that era that I actually grew up being familiar with and liking their music and their style, and I just thought they were so cool. So I was surprised that they haven't popped up before. I took it as an opportunity to read a little bit about them. The sisters' names, Laverne, Maxine, and Patty. Patty was the youngest and the lead singer. And later in their lives, she would be kind of the defecting member, and there was a lot of riffs there at the end of their lives and career. Uh, They were from Minnesota. They are from Greek and Norwegian parents, so that's a nice combination. (laughs) And their careers really took off when their father's restaurant closed, and they had to support their family, and so they went on the road with their singing act. By the 40s, they were a household name, highly requested and beloved all over the world. They were dubbed the Sweethearts of the Armed Forces Radio Unit. They were part of the the founding members, along with uh, Betty Davis and a couple of other people, the, the Hollywood Canteen, where they would perform for free. And often if they were out, apparently, if they saw a serviceman in the restaurant they were in, they would invite that person over to their table and treat them to dinner. Uh, Something I wasn't familiar with. They recorded 47 songs with Bing Crosby. 23 of them made the Billboard charts, and those included classic hits such as Pistol Pack and Mama, Don't Fence Me In, and they did a version of Jingle Bells with him that was very popular. They sold over 75 million records, and that is the last numbers released in the 70s. It's probably more, obviously, since then. They had 113 charted hits. 46 of those reaching the top 10, which is more than Elvis and the Beatles, according to the sources I was reading. They were also in 17 Hollywood films, which is the most in history for a singing group. They were so popular that their song, Bei mir bist du schon, which I've completely hacked. I don't have a German accent whatsoever. Lineage a little bit, but not the not the accent. Uh, that song was so popular that it was smuggled into Germany during Hitler's reign. The Nazis loved it, and they absolutely took it as one of their anthems of, I guess, Nazi Germany's fortitude and strength or whatever. However, they, they related to that, but... That all kind of fizzled out when they found out that Jews wrote that song. <laughs> so it was uh, very interesting to read about that. So those Nazis just never could quite get it right. <laughs> anyway, and of course we have Judy, who they say is five foot two, and I laughed because that had to be in heels. Everything else I've read, she barely hit five foot. She was a very, very tiny woman. And then. 
as I've mentioned before, the TCM marathon in April that highlighted Judy Garland as their star of the month. I'm still working through all those movies. I think they play pretty much every single one that she was ever in. And I can tell you, Little Nella Kelly, it has a lot of really good music, and it, but it's not really a typical Judy early career movie. You know, she's the Irish immigrant mother, and then she also plays the daughter later in the story. And it's a good movie as long as it's about Judy and her father and her love interest. But the, the grandpa, which is actually the main part of the story, he's emotionally abusive. And it's supposed to be kind of funny and exasperating. But I just kept watching that going, no, no, stop manipulating her. <laughs> I was so irritated. So if you want to see Judy getting emotionally abused by her grandfather, little Nella Kelly is your ticket. Presenting Lily Mars is a vehicle for Judy that absolutely is the most lovely I've seen her in any movie. She is so pretty and feminine. All of the regular elements are there. She, the acting and the personality and the singing, but just visually, they really nailed her look in that very soft and feminine and beautiful. A very pleasant movie. I, I'd highly recommend that one. And then Thousand's Cheer was an interesting one. It was Gene Kelly and Catherine Grayson and their love story. And their, it's, but it's like two different movies in the middle of the movie. There's basically just clips from all the MGM greats and probably from other movies that didn't get released. And they just spliced them together to make it look like one big show that was presented for the troops. And Judy was a part of that. It's a disjointed movie, but it's individual elements are all very worthwhile. Hopefully you're able to have access to these and give those another whirl or see them for the first time. But again, the Andrew sisters, very, very happy to have this pop up. Hope you enjoy that, along with Bing Crosby and Judy Garland. From July 1944, this is Command Performance. USA, the greatest entertainers in America, as requested by you, the service men and women of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command performance presented this week and every week till it's over, over there. Okay there, gang, it's another bright night here in Hollywood, and the stars are out for each one of you in the AEF. Yes, sir, this is the night Hollywood writes your APO and FPO number in Stardust. In answer to your commands to Command Performance Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Tonight, music reigns, and in the royal court are those three princesses of rhythm, the Andrews sisters, your little queen, Judy Garland, and the old gravel king himself, Bing Crosby. Thank you and greetings, gang. Now, before sweeping around right in with the opening tune, let's check the backfield. Laverne Andrews? Aye, aye, Captain Crosby. Maxine Andrews? Okay, Frankie. <laughs> A pardonable error, both being much the same height, weight, and age. Um, Patty Andrews? Call the signals, Cap Crosby. How about you, gals? Is you ready? Why, yes and no. Come, come. Is you is or is you ain't? Well, don't say we ain't, because we is. Well, kick off, Major. Yes, sir. Uh... 
because we're going to renew your option in a few minutes. Checking the Postmaster General's office, we find the command performance mail piled higher than the horn on Pope's facade. So we'll verbally bulldoze the pile down a bit. Regards to APO 140 and the gang in Raven's Roost, namely Nobby the Gunner, Hillbilly Elgin, Haghead, and Applecheek Willie. <laughs> At 637, thanks to Gerald Jep Peterson for a terrific letter. Signed, too, by Silent Yoakum, Gorgeous George, Pappy, Marion Sam, Available Jones, and Big Barn Smell. <laughs> Big Barn Smell must be a grand boy. Hello, 698, and Jeannie with the light brown hair, Euler in Ward 210. Dick Sindela, 464, in the 709 mob. Jim and the Canadian Fortilla out of GPO. 
And for the 43rd sub-area of the India Command and a million more of you under the stars and stripes and all the allied colors, here's a five-foot-two package from home, Judy Garland. Hi there, fellas. You too, Bing. Well, Judy, we sure have a nice lineup for tonight, hmm? Yep, there's you, Bing, the Andrews sisters, and myself. Me and four gals. <laughs> well, we thought it might be a nice change for you. Please, let's not talk about changes. <clears throat> can't you, uh, can't you think of a more pleasant topic? Well, we could talk about Bob Hope. Let's go back to changes. <laughs> Tell me, Judy, how come you have old slouch pouch on your mind tonight? <laughs> I had a I had a date with Bob last week. Yeah? The first thing he did was to drive out into a dark place, and then he claimed he had a flat tire. Did he? Well, I admit I wasn't very cooperative. <laughs> well, you got to watch out for hope in an automobile, Judy. That boy warms up before the motor. <laughs> uh, really, I, I have heard, though, from different sources, not authentic, but they do say that Robert is very romantic. Oh, yes, yes, he's very romantic. Is it true he once wrestled alligators for a living? Made a happy dollar with that. But Bob did offer to take you to dinner, didn't he? Yes, he did. Did you go? No, I'd rather put my money into war bonds. <laughs> smart girl, smart girl. Let's forget the lout with the snout for a minute. How about uh, dating me sometime? I could come over to your house and have a pleasant evening. Why do I always meet these heavy spenders? <laughs> no, really, Judy. We could have some fun just... Stepping around? Yeah, I guess we could at that. I've got some swell Sinatra records. <laughs> Gig this girl. <laughs> oh, that Sinatra's wonderful. Believe me, Judy, he will never replace the old-fashioned pipe cleaner. <laughs> oh, well, now, look. Frankie must be great. Why? Look at how many managers he's had. Uh, in fact, I know a guy who has a piece of Sinatra. A piece of Sinatra? Sure. There's nothing that small. <laughs> oh, but enough of that. Enough of that. Fellas, you've asked me for a new hit song, Long Ago and Far Away. I hope you'll enjoy it.
here's another command performance first. In the past, you've heard songs that have made history, melodies that have captured the imaginations of millions. But tonight, command performance presents... Your all-time flop parade. Featuring the ten saddest sacks in Melody Alley. And brought to you by the... (coughs) Tobacco Company. (laughs) Makers of... Cigarettes. And now, here's Mr. C.B. Nicotine from Ashtray, South Carolina. Don't buy it! Your all-time flop parade presents Judy Wayne and Bing Sinatra. Good, e- Good evening, music haters. You dug up any old good stinkaroos, Bing? Yeah, I think I got one. Well, shoot the flop to us, Pop. Here it is, the number 10 flop of the week, and it's bound to go nowhere fast. Yachting, yachting, that is the sport for me. Yachting, yachting, over the deep blue sea. There's one thing more I like, that's riding on a bike and swimming. Thank you, Bing. That was awful. And now, a message from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, does your (coughs) taste different lately? (laughs) Switch to our brand and you'll be in sickbay in a week. (laughs) They're so round, so firm, so fully packed. Of course, we can't tell you what they're packed with. (laughs) And now, Judith, what's number nine on our parade of dismal dozers? (laughs) Well, it's a Lulu, Bing. This song is so bad, it was only requested twice. Once by the composer's mother, and once on the Phil Baker show, where people will do anything for $64. <laughs> Here it is, number nine. Hammer, slammer, I love you. Robot and Sears, I adore you. If you want to buy a bassinet or buy a hog, Judith, thank you. That was really lousy. And now for number eight, we turn to those terrific Andrew sisters. Tell us about it, girls. Well, it's a song that has endeared itself to millions. And here it is, number eight. Beautiful Katie, you're the only detail I adore. I told the sergeant where to put his potatoes. Now I haven't got my spice on anymore. Delightfully repugnant that was. Now, your all-time flop parade has a special treat. We have in, in the studio here a composer who wrote a flop. But a songwriting thief stole this song, and he turned it around backwards. He made a hit out of it and called it, Yes, We Have No Bananas. But here it is in its original form, the number seven song, Yes, We Have No Bananas, Backwards. Backwards. <laughs> 
I'll remember April and be glad. I'll be content. You love me once in April. Your lips were warm and love and spring were new. But I'm not afraid of autumn and her sorrow. For I'll remember April and you. The fire will dwindle into glowing ashes. For flames and love. Live such a little while. I won't forget, but I won't be lonely. I remember April, and I'll smile. Theater, combining the songs you love with the stories you can't stand. Assisted by Sergeant Gene Plummer at the piano, Bing Crosby and Judy Garland will take the leading roles, naturally. It always happens this way. The big stars hog everything. And I say, give us little people a chance. Give us some bigger roles. Not singing roles, necessarily, but once in a while, give us little people something we can put our teeth in. Here's a shaving mug. Put your teeth in here. (laughs) Now, look, Dr. Crosby... After our, after our musical play, you'll wish you were little people yourself. What is our little B-flat turkey tonight, Carpenter? Well, really, it's too silly for words. The action takes place in 1890. Why 1890? We wanted to star you at your peak. Leaving the room. <laughs> in this play, you're an old good racetrack tout, and Judy Garland, you're a, um, <clears throat> uh, Judy... You're I a multimillionaire being... tobacco heiress. A tobacco heiress? Well, not exactly tobacco either. Your Uncle King Size made a fortune in snuff. Snuff, eh? <laughs> well, more precisely, snooze. Here, I'll give you a pinch. Thank you. Phew! Here, Carpenter, I'll give you a pinch. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How about me? I'll give you a pinch. Ouch! <laughs> 
Harry Lillis Crosby, you stop that. I must be. Army, ten years of court, and you and your answer is still no. But I'm desperate, gal. Only one thing for me to do. Hand me down my bottle of corn. Hand me down my bottle of corn. You just said that. Oh, hand me down my bottle of corn. I'm going to get drunk just as sure as you're born. If you don't change your answer to yes. Now sit down, H.O. I want you to understand why it is that I can't marry you, my boy. Don't say that. Now, next Sunday, I'm running a little sleeper in the fifth race at Camp Town. <laughs> this thing can't blow. Flies in the mud. I'll be a rich man. Aren't you ashamed of yourself? All you can think of is... Horses, 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 and furthermore, young man, don't ever let me catch you at Camp Town again. But I love Camp Town. You know, when I go there, I'm bound to win. Do da, a do da. You went down da with a bottle of gin. Oh, I do it that day. <laughs> oh, hot cave did. Oh, do da, brother. Oh, uh, H.L., that's exactly what I mean. You simply must straighten out. This is 1890, and big things are on the horizon for you. Yes, sir. Beyond the blue horizon waits a fortune for you. The phonograph, the radio, and maybe the jukeboxes, too. What's this phonograph, this radio? What's this here jukebox, hmm? Well, the jukebox is going to be a thing where people drop a nickel in and then they hear the music stops. <laughs> and we were still dancing. You mean to stand? <laughs> that boy won't last any longer than hope. Not hope? I hope. <laughs> No kidding, I'm willing to try that jukebox thing if you'll stick by me. Gee, we could work together singing the old folk song. Oh, I'd love that too, Harry. Wouldn't that be ducky? Boy, I'll say that'd be keen, super dandy. The cat's me out. Now, you stop using that rough language, I'm Harry. Sorry, I've lost my head. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be wonderful to work together, making cylinder records. Yeah, we'd make Stephen Foster songs like this one. The sun shines bright. In the old Kentucky home Tis summer, the youngsters are gay The corn tops ripe And the meadows in the blue While the birds make music all the day and who knows, Judy, maybe someday people will be crazy enough to buy our phonograph records. Someday they'll come radio and maybe a big show called Command Performance. Yep, and there we'll be together singing for the AEF. I'm Alabama bound. There'll be no heebie-jeebies hanging around. And then we'll holler so the world will know. Here we go.
16 bar closing. I bet some of the fellas would like to open eight or 16 bars, hmm? <laughs> Bing, I'm speaking musically. Okay, Judith, and fellas, that about does it. Another link in that long chain of command performance. A link between all of you around the world and all of us who think the world of you, so... Good night, wherever you are, may your dreams be pleasant dreams, wherever you are. And the lyrics say, if only one wish of ours comes true, that wish is for good luck and speedy travel along our road to victory. So long, gang. Good, good night, night, fellas. And this is Judy, kids. Good night and love from the USA. Good night. 